ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Oh for the, yeah! For the 70th time, welcome back into our multiverse. Tickling your eardrums. For the 70th time, yeah. Another trip. It's gonna be an interesting ride today. There was ups and downs, right? Ups yeah, downs. a lot of ups and downs, a roller coaster throughout the week and weekend. But yeah, I mean, it's our intro, but it's also, you know, just news. So uh, we'll get started with the crazy news. I guess it broke last night. Yeah. I didn't even hear about it until today that Demarius Thomas passed away. 33 years old, former, most people know him as a Denver Bronco wide mm-hmm. receiver. He was pretty great. <laughs> mm-hmm. When he was in his prime and he was with the, when Peyton first got there and everything. Oh, yeah. They were great together and it's just crazy. It's so crazy because, you know, he's 30, he was 33. You're just like, he could have still been in the league. Like, there's, yeah. there's plenty of 33-year-olds in the league right now. And, you're like, and he's gone. And did they st- still don't really know? Um, I don't think so. Like, I saw one thing kind of hinting at, like, some sort of, like, heart attack or something. They, like, there was, like, a dispatcher or whatever, and, you know, where they went, there was, like, they found him, like, in a shower or something. That's so crazy. So sad and just so... I don't know how true that is. That's just what I saw. But the other thing that gets me, too, is when you see all, you know, because you're always going to see the outpouring of love and respect for almost any player but you really it really gets my attention when you hear everyone say he was a great person like yeah i mean everybody that i've seen comment they're just like you're not gonna find a better person than demarius thomas Mm -hmm. not over here and so that's just i mean it just makes it so even sadder like you don't want anybody to pass away but then when you find out if you didn't know like you know, being up here, we don't really hear too much about other players and their contributions unless they're up for like NFL Man of the Year and things like yeah. that. Yeah. And even then, like, to be honest, like, I don't always pay attention to it. <laughs> I wait until. I don't know everybody. I, I wait until, like, they announce the, you know, the winner, winner or whatever. So I don't really pay it that much attention. So maybe it's well known that he's a, a great guy, but I didn't realize it. So to see all that is just like, oh, just makes it so heartbreaking. I wonder if, uh, you know, you talked about Peyton. I wonder if on the next Manning cast, if he's going to, like, wear a Demarius jersey or something. Yeah, or maybe, like, I don't know, you know, some teams do, like, those custom shirts or whatever with, you know, you can find another team shop or something. Maybe there's one they did years ago with Peyton and Thomas. Maybe they got one of those to wear. Yeah, exactly. I've seen some this uh, Yahoo News four hours ago possibly died of seizure while alone at home. And that one really hits home with us because my daughter Casey, she she has well she used to, she actually hasn't had a seizure a few years, thankfully. So, got off her medicine and medication and hasn't had one in a while, but there, those are scary things. And especially if you don't have a history of them, no matter what, but it, you know, it just happens. Like, uh, I remember the first time she had one. Uh, it's crazy. But yeah, I mean, just prayers to his family and 
mm-hmm. friends and just everybody whose life that you touched and yeah just we feel for you all alright so so to get off of that note we'll stick with the football area and do a quick discussion about the Seahawks last game where I mean they bounced back they got a win they beat the 49ers 30 to 23 it's so funny so you know I, I picked the Niners mainly because like I said I'm not gonna pick the Seahawks until they win <clears throat> but I've I've said for years 49ers are the remedy mm-hmm. they're always the remedy Seattle <laughs> they seem like they always beat them what's for us like 17 and 4 including the playoffs against the 49ers it's like but I was like no I'm not gonna do it like, even though it was the Niners and it's not like it was pretty, and it's not like it didn't look great at first. You know, they're down 17 to seven. Well, first, I mean, first drive looked awful, and then they do the oh, fake gosh. punch, and then you're like, oh, that's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it's just so funny how quickly it changes. I know. You're like, you're punch. like, well, that first drive was awful, and then you're like, that was amazing way to start. And then they fall behind, and da da da, and then you know, ever ah, oh, Gerald Everett. So the play calling still killed me, even though they became a competent looking team. For the most part, they still have play calling issues. How in the world, after Everett's already fumbled once and then kicked the ball away to them, dropping a wide open pass and kicking it to their guy? It was how, an easy touchdown. How do you call a play for him at the goal line? And also, why do you call that play when our line is horrible? You see other teams around the league do that play, the little shuffle pass to the tight end. But you know what you also notice on that play? Blocking. Yeah. And we, we don't, don't got that blocking. We don't do that exceptionally well. I was listening they were I was listening to a sports radio and they were talking about and I don't remember what show as usual. Um but uh they were talking about what what do you look for in an offensive line. They were talking Oh, it was uh, it was Wyman and Bob. I cannot stand Bob's Stelton, whatever his last name is. But uh Bob But they had Ray name. Roberts on, former Seahawk offensive lineman and Detroit line, Lion lineman. Say that five times. Detroit and, uh, Lions lineman. Okay. You're better than me. <laughs> well, that was but, one uh, time. Not he was talking times. about, uh, they were asking him like what makes a good line, da, 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 da. And he was talking about, you know, numerous things, obviously playing together, spend a lot of time together, just the continuity. But he was also talking about play calling. And I'm like, exactly. Like, it drives me crazy that you expect people to do things that they can't do. He's like, you play to your team's strength. You play you play to your player's strengths. You don't, you don't try to fit, you know, a square peg into a round hole, right? You know, you, yeah. don't, you don't take a guy and be like, well, your strengths are all these, but we're going to do this and this, and you'll learn it. You'll pick it up. No, just stick with the strengths. And so if these guys aren't blocking good or whatever, and you and I don't even know how many times we've ever done that play. I don't think we've done it. That play in particular, I don't remember <clears throat> if we had done it at all. And so then I remember the now the tight end. I remember the screens, the bubble screens, the and like sweeps and yeah, stuff. a sweep. So yeah. Anyways, I just hated that. I hated the call in general, but I really hated that it went to effort. And so, yeah. But they ended up pulling it out, getting the win. Did you see what Nick Bosa said at the end of the game? I had no idea when he said no. What happened? He basically was saying, he just said that they gave that game away. And I'm like, no, we tried to give you that game. Like, mm-hmm. how can how can you be a player in that field and come away with that your team that was getting... That's the first time we won time of possession all year. <laughs> I mean, they sh- 
should have been up a couple more touchdowns, but Everett dropped one, and then he fumbled one at the goal line. Not like 50 yards downfield where you'd be like, oh, well, you don't know. I mean, he was going in untouched if he doesn't look away for, for no reason at all. I don't understand why you would look away when you're at the goal line. What are you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one, and it's like, and your takeaway is, oh, we gave that one away. We lost. They didn't win. No. We tried. We tried to lose it. We tried mm-hmm. to give it to you, and you were so you were so bad that day that you couldn't even take it. Yep. So thank you, Nick Bosa and the 49ers. So thank you very much. Chalk that up for us. Exactly. All right. It's always nice to beat the Niners, right? It's it is, bad. you know, been a rough season, but you know, seeing that, it's like, hey, look at that. Lifts, that. Our, lifts our spirits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good stuff. Definitely, definitely. So now, I mean, what better time than episode 70 to start something new, right? Something new. So, we're going to implement into our uh, intro segment a, a weekly NFL top five as the weeks go on and we get closer and closer to the playoffs. It's the top five overall, you know, teams in the league right now. And uh, so, yeah, we each have our own lists first time for each hearing them i believe so yeah, you know what i didn't even make a list i'm about to just do it <laughs> <laughs> i didn't make it until this morning so well i mean it's not gonna be hard i pretty i pretty much got it made just looking at the standings i'm like oh yeah okay. <laughs> i'm just gonna let you go first all right so i'll go i'll go for about the top so number five number five was probably the hardest one for me to choose overall there's a lot you know, different teams, you know, similar records and just, you know, had them perform recently. And so it was very tough for this week. I gave it to the Cowboys. Actually, I gave it to Dallas and just, you know, they're, you know, uh, what am I trying, what were I trying to think of? You know, persevered, you know, for a little bit without Dak. You know, and then obviously he's been back and they've had the, you know, resurgence of that defense as of late. And, and like, it was also kind of like, you know, there's that. And then it's also like, I also just kind of do like coin flips with all the teams, you know, because it's really close. It is. And part of the problem is some teams have, you know, like you said, they had injuries. Some teams are dealing with some right now, like Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee's like, Tennessee's in the conversation. It's just the injuries. Yeah. If they didn't have the injuries... They're, they're in my top five, but they're not right. Like not, not even not even right Derrick Henry, but like you know, Julio or AJ Brown, just one of those guys. I probably would have given yeah. them the edge, but now they got both of them on the IR, and Derrick Henry's gone, and we've kind of seen in recent weeks them kind of, you know, start to finally like struggle a little bit yeah. without Henry. So I'm like, ah, I can't really give it to him. Then you know, you got Kansas City and you got uh, Baltimore as well. It's close. For this week, number five goes to the Cowboys for me. Number four, the Green Bay Packers. Just, I mean, they're coming off a big win against the Rams, and, and they're they're just taking care of business. They're doing what they need to do with all the talent, you know, they got on the team. It's like, yeah, they should be here. Not surprising. They got most people healthy. Rodgers, Adams are there, so... I don't, I don't really got anything in depth to say about them. They're just winning like they should, so they're number four. Number three, right 
the New England Patriots. This was a team that I had no confidence in going into the season, would, you know, have a great year. And fast forward to now when they are the hottest team in the league. <laughs> they have been on a roll with Mac Jones and the defense. Like they went to they go to Buffalo and Mac Jones only throws three passes in the game. And they win. And one of them he wasn't supposed to throw. And Josh McDaniels was so pissed on the sideline. It was so funny. Because I think it was almost intercepted. I don't think I saw this. I can't. It was. Was it almost intercepted? I think it was almost intercepted. I think the guy bobbled it and then it almost got picked. I can't remember necessarily the play. I just remember them going, I don't think he was supposed to do that because Josh McDaniels is not happy. Maybe he was just mad that the dude dropped the ball or whatever. I don't know. But. It looked. Mm. It did kind of look like he wasn't supposed to do it. He. I didn't even know that. That's funny. And you know, New England ain't gonna say nothing about it. They're just gonna be like, we want to do it. Belichick. They're they're having fun with their uh, their new toy at quarterback. So. So much fun that he threw it three times. Mm Mhm. They're on a roll. They're being big name teams. They're my number three. Number two, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Defending champs again, almost kind of similar situation as the Packers. They're just taking care of business. You know, it's Brady, Gowan, and Evans. Maybe not Antonio Brown here soon. They might they're just about to be cutting him or something. Which is just kind of funny. But yeah, again, just like the Packers, all I got to say. The number one, the Arizona Cardinals, the only 10 win team in the league, and they were <laughs> getting. One or one or two of those ones, I don't remember. But they didn't even have Kyler or Hopkins. They are just they're just a complete team this year. They got playmakers everywhere and yeah, only ten win team in the league entering this next week, so they get the number one slot for now on my list. So from one down for my top five teams, Arizona Cardinals, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, New England Patriots, Green Bay Packers, and Dallas Cowboys. What do you got? I actually have, well, I have four of those five. Five, I got the Rams, even though I don't Mm. like it. But, and it's mainly just because, like, I don't, it's still Dallas. Like, yes, I picked them to win their division and everything, but it's still Dallas. And they're going to let you down some way, shape, or form. At some point. Yeah, they... Maybe they're just waiting to the playoffs, you know? Yeah, and so it... (laughs) But Maybe, I get that. Yeah, it's just hard for me to to say they're the fifth best team in the NFL right now. But I'm not... It's also hard for me to say that the Rams are. Yeah. <laughs> but when I look at, you know, like Baltimore and Kansas City, like I, I really do think Baltimore is right up there. You know, it probably would have been between... The Rams, the Cowboys, and Baltimore. But Kansas City, I wasn't going to put up there. Even though they're 8-4 and and they've been finding ways to win, they still do not look impressive at all. Mm -hmm. That could change any minute now, and then, you know, again. It's like they're winning, but, you know. We're going to do this. Mahomes isn't having one of those crazy games, really, usually. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, we're going to be doing this for the next few weeks till the end of the season. So it's going to change. Yeah. I got to be like, okay, next week I could be like, okay, yeah, it's Dallas. Four. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, it's Baltimore. But five, I got the Rams. Four, I have the Patriots. Even though I do, you know, they're, they're 
clearly the hottest team in the league. There's no debating yeah. it. But, you know, it's if they go against these other teams above them on my list, I don't think... I don't think they beat <laughs> So, mm-hmm. I just think they're just better. I, but, you can't deny what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's so impressive. It's like... You know, when we were doing our picks, and I'm like, how can you pick against them? Like, if they play one of these teams right this second, I might be like, I might be tempted to pick them because they're so hot. But if it was the playoffs, I wouldn't pick them to beat any of the teams that I have above them. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because none of the teams I have above, above them would they play until the Super Bowl because they're the only AFC team I have on my <laughs> list. Because, yeah, I mean, Tennessee would be there if it wasn't for the injuries. Because they wouldn't be 8-4. and four. They'd probably be 10-2 and two yeah. if it wasn't for their injuries. They, they would have at least two more wins. But, yeah, they're the they're the 4-3. I have Tampa Bay, another the defending champs and all that. But they've also... It's, they're so weird. Like, you, it's Tom Brady. And so, you, you know... On playoff time, again, are you going to pick against them? Probably not. Like, you're going to pick against them because you don't want them to win. Yeah. <laughs> but in your heart of hearts, you're like, eh, I'm not going to pick against them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But right now, that's why we're doing the list. Right now, I don't have them above the top two. It is hard to put Green Bay at two. Because didn't they beat the Cardinals with Connor? In Arizona. I can go back and look. In Arizona. But I am still going to put the Packers at two. Even though, like I said, they, they I'm pretty sure they beat them. They did. Handily. Uh, 24-21. Yeah, but wasn't it because they closed the gap at the end? I'm pretty Maybe. sure. I'm pretty sure that they controlled that game. But either way. Uh, I still am going to put the Packers behind them just because, like you said, I mean, they've had their injuries. Not that they had so many of them in that game, but they've persevered and they're finding ways to win. And all that's doing is breeding confidence throughout an already super talented team. And when you do that, and then, you know, there's not much more dangerous. Yeah, they're just firing on all cylinders. They didn't have Chase Edmonds either. No. And so, you got all these people... I, I kind of forgot about time. that, but yeah, James Conner. didn't Connor. they even lose Buddha for a game? They might have. So, it, but... Or I think he, like, cut it close. Yeah, I think that's probably what it was. So, yeah, I mean, it's just... It's hard. I mean, it's hard to have two NFC West teams on this list, and it's not Seattle, but on my list, that is. But yeah, I got Arizona 1, Packers 2. Bucks three, Patriots four, Rams five, but you know that it could change dramatically yeah. next week because especially that five spot. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I said, uh, you know, like that five spot is already like interchangeable as it is. Honestly, Baltimore could jump right up there. Maybe Dallas does get in my top five. I, no, it's gonna be hard for them. Honestly, it's gonna be really hard for Dallas to jump into my top five. Yeah, I just. I just don't have the confidence. The only reason I have confidence they're going to win that division is because the division's weak. That's out of them football team. Yeah, and 
And before, it was like crazy you think football teams doing it. And then they won four in a row, and you're like, okay, wait a minute. Yep. Now they're hot. Now let's see if Dallas feels that pressure. And they do what they do a lot, and they start, you know, just... Crumbling. Yeah, just shooting themselves in the foot and pulling the Chargers. You know? Pulling the Chargers. Or Chargers, just say pulling the Cowboys. But yeah. All right, good. Close to the, close to the same. That's our first installment of NFL Power Rankings. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Let us know. We'll never know. Because you don't let us know nothing. <laughs> Do your jobs. We're doing ours. That's fine. You don't have to. All right. <laughs> you I'm heard sorry. the man. I'm sorry. You, you heard the man. Next up, NFL Recap of Week 13. Boom. Alright, to kick off the Week 13 recap first, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers took care of Matt Ryan and the Falcons, beating them 30-17. to Yeah, wasn't much there, right? So surprised. Oh, shocking. I mean, I thought, I thought the Falcons had it, you know. I wonder at some point if anybody was going, who would you rather have? Atlanta fans, would you rather have Brady or Matt Ryan? Probably. They've had too much to drink. They got nothing better. Usually. So. <laughs> at, at their games, yeah, right. They, they got nothing better to do. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals beat the Bears 33-22. Kyler was back, right? Kyler was back. Him and Hopkins were back together for the first time this week, and they and did what funny. they've been doing. Yeah, I was going to say, and it's funny, and they scored 33 points, and they hadn't even been there. And, you know, there's going to be rust, especially from Murray. And yet, yeah. And yet there what there wasn't. Well, the LA Chargers they didn't pull the Chargers this week because they beat the Bengals forty-one to twenty-two. Yeah, disappointing Yikes. showing from the Bengals. I remember this was the game that was on TV for us, and it was a close game all the way into the fourth quarter. Cincinnati was only down twenty-four to twenty-two entering it, and all of a sudden they're driving downfield and everything, and they do a handoff to Joe Mixon, and he just lost the ball he just dropped it chargers pick it up return for a touchdown he had money on the chargers <laughs> yeah clearly he was he had the chargers defense yeah so and yeah from there it just totally messed up the bengals flow especially because burrow messed up one of his fingers on his throwing hand so he was kind of struggling there yeah i don't look into this too much i mean i still if we had done more in the power rankings, I still would have put the Bengals above the Chargers just because I don't believe in the Chargers at all. Not that I should believe in the Bengals. It's still the Bengals, but I just enjoy them more right now. So. Yeah, it's more feel-good for the Bengals this season than it is for the Chargers. Exactly, but it is a good one for the Chargers, and it puts them, what, is like, I think they're the five seed in the AFC now because of it. So, Somewhere around there. So, you know, hey, they maybe they won't mess it all up. They got plenty of time. Time will, time will tell, though. That plenty of time might be what hurts them. Exactly. Get in their own heads. The highlight of the week. Celebrate. The Detroit Lions got a win. They beat the Vikings 29-27 on a last-second touchdown as time expired in, on the worst red zone defense you could possibly play. But it's not just that. So I was watching, <laughs> I was watching the whole what 
the last 20 minutes of the game. Uh, when oh, I was, yeah, yeah, When yeah. I was working out yesterday. Like, they they literally showed all of it, even the timeouts. I'm like, seriously? You got <laughs> NFL? You're not going to... They're like, no, this is so huge. You're going to see how it all went down. And I'm like, I mean, all right, I'll watch You're it. immersed in the experience. So I, I, I clicked on it, so whatever. But uh, when... So did you see the golf fumble? I don't so think they, I did. So they went forward on fourth and one with like three minutes to go. Maybe it was four minutes. And they were like at like their 20. And it might have been 25 or 30. Maybe maybe they got the fumble at the 20 or something like that. But he went back to pass and I think it was um, Harrison Smith. Okay, yeah. Came in on a blitz. And so he dodged him. But then he just kind of stood there instead of dodging him and getting rid of it because you've got a guy right there. He dodged, and then he kind of stood there. Then he goes to throw. Well, by that time, Smith's recovered, and he just knocks the ball free, and the Vikings get it. So you're like, oh, this game's over. All they got to do is run out the clock, basically. The Lions had one timeout. With Dalvin Cook. So they get a first down, and now it's under two minutes, and they have one timeout. And then they throw a touchdown pass. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you not running the ball? And so then the Lions got the ball back, and then they, you know, pass, pass, pass. That's they were play- so weird. They were playing back. They only blitzed one time. Now, I'm not saying they should have blitzed, but they just kept talking about it. They were like, they've got so much pressure on them this whole second half, and they're not sending anybody. They sent one, and he almost got there. He barely got the ball away. I think it was Harrison Smith again. And uh, I think that's his name. 22, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why does it sound so weird saying his name? I'm like, is that right? But yeah, then you go to that last play, and I'm like, that was total. Like I remember you saying it when when you saw the highlight. Like that was Seahawks. That was like the Seahawks earlier in the season, like against, especially early in the season against like Tennessee. And then when I watched it, actually, because you showed it to me on your phone, yeah. And when I saw it on the TV. I was like, oh, that was so awful. Like that, it was terrible. <laughs> like mean, they're literally ten yards back in the end zone, and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. So wait, real quick, what happened in the game last night? Who won? Did the Steelers win or did the Vikings win? I don't remember. I okay. think Steelers won. So then they came back. Uh, hold on. Oh wait, no, 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 they didn't. Oh, because the end of the game. I know what. Oh, we'll we'll get to that game because. Okay. No, I just wanted to know because the reason why I even brought it up was Vikings won because everybody was talking about. Mike Zimmer and his coaching, and they, if they that's lose now this what I'm game, thinking of. <laughs> and they were like, if they lose this game, well, see, because I, I was saw it last night, before, so I didn't see the end of the game. I'm about to go to sleep. <laughs> I know something that happened, and I'm reading, and it's just like he's gonna blow this one just like he did the Lions game. And I had just watched what happened at the end, and I mean, I immediately, as soon as I watched that, I'm like, that's on the coach. Like he, what are you doing? Why would you throw a touchdown there and leave all that time? There was mm-hmm. no reason to do that. You could have just. You could have took another probably minute off the clock, and instead you're like, no, we need to get in the end zone. Because they were behind, but again, you could have took a minute off, went up by one. Lions can't kick. Yeah. We've we seen the dude here. can't kick. <laughs> Come on. So, yeah, anyways, I just wanted to see if he blew un, you know, the next game. But um, You just reminded me of something I got to talk about when we yes, get to that game. I have game. no idea, so I can't wait. Oh, man. People were going crazy about it. Nice. Anyways. I was totally off social media like almost all day until like an hour ago. So I have no yeah. idea what's really going on. Been going on. I didn't know about Demarius thing and, until your mother told me. Your mother. 
my mama. The Miami Dolphins beat the Giants 20-9, as they should have. Did Daniel Jones not play in that game? I, I don't think he else. did, no. I think Mike Glennon was the quarterback. Right. Yeah, Glennon. I'm like, wait a second. Glennon played? I mean, come on. Not that they had a chance with Jones, but... They had more of a chance with Glennon. You think? I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They won what? Didn't they win two in a row with Jones? N- not because of him. Okay. You Despite. Know. Got it. Did, yeah. Kind of exactly. like us when we had Bevel. Got it. Exactly. Precisely. The Philadelphia Eagles, led by Gardner Minshew, beat the Jets 33-18. to Good for Gardner. Now there's a quarterback controversy. <laughs> and now people are like, bench hurts. Yeah, and not even much. because he did anything bad this week, just because Minshew won well, a game. Well, no, if you go back to last week because he played bad, Yeah. then he was hurt, and then Minshew played. Like you said, it's not like he, numbers-wise, didn't watch the game, so I don't know how good he played, but numbers-wise, it doesn't look like he you know, blew the roof off. But you also got to remember Miles Sanders was back, and they actually were using him. He had been gone. Yeah. And, and people never look at that stuff. Now, granted, I like Minshew. Oh, yeah. I'm Minshew's just saying, awesome. let's not make this a quarterback controversy. Unless you're a Minshew fan. If you're, like, all about Minshew, then do whatever you want. I have, I'm have i not going to hate rain on your parade. But if you're, like, an Eagles fan and you're doing it, like, calm down. Like, Minshew's had more of a chance to play than Hurts has. Hurts has more talent. Give him a little bit longer, Yeah, please. that's true. A little bit longer. He's, he's good. He's good. The Indianapolis Colts shut out the Texans 31-0 behind, guess who? Jonathan Taylor. He That's almost right. had as many rushing yards as Wentz had passing yards. That's crazy. He only had 15 less. I wonder how many passes Wentz threw. Probably like 25. No. Oh, nice. Final answer. I, don't know. I mean, we could look it up, but I don't want it. I'm, my other phone's over there. So you know what's funny? People are probably like, why don't you ever look it up? Because I don't want to. <laughs> sometimes that... I do, and sometimes yeah. I don't. It's, it's, it's that simple. If it's actually important. I don't really think it's important. I was just kind of wondering. Important to us, at least. The Washington football team barely beat the Raiders 17-15. to Yeah, they kicked the game winner, right, at the end? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. I think they went down and kicked the game winner, so. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough one for the Raiders. I mean, it was... It was a big game for both teams for our playoff positioning. and Yeah. And the football team got it done. They did. Not just the better football team, but the football team. Okay. That's what they are. All right. The Rams beat the Jaguars 37-7. to And yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean surprise. Congrats. The next one is a surprise, though. Next one, yeah, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Ravens twenty to nineteen. This is why the Ravens aren't in my top five. No, <laughs> they but, lost you know, this game. No, but seriously, had they won that game and they're nine and three instead of eight and four, yeah, they're probably they handed their business. I'm probably gonna, I'm they probably would have been my five, but they didn't. They and didn't. the Steelers are not good, so it's a it's <laughs> not just a loss; it's a bad loss. So. That is a bad loss, Baltimore. They got knocked out. And I know, but it is a division game, so and you know, that happens in division games. So I guess I shouldn't have been too rough on it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm in an apologetic mood today. He's like, you know what? You're in the top five now. No. <laughs> but I just didn't really consider that until just now. After further review, you're still out. Yeah. 
<laughs> Seattle Seahawks beat the 49ers 30-23. Yeah, we did! Like we established earlier. And that, you know, Even though we gave up that huge game to Kittle. Oh, that was so frustrating. 181 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, so, like, okay. So, now that you brought that up, I have to mention why I hate Seattle Sports Radio. So I know, That's the one thing about us that we forgot to mention, but you go... Yeah, we did. Jamal. And, and that brings me... This, this, this all comes full circle. It's all about the same thing. So, Jamal Adams is out for the season with shoulder injury. And he had got replaced by... Ryan Neal, but Jamal, I thought Jamal had been playing a lot better, so I actually do think it's big, but I do like Ryan Neal. That being said, I'm listening, and I'm going to say his name even though I don't like to talk about, I don't like to give the names of personalities that do I it. dislike, but Hugh Millen, I have always hated Hugh Millen on the radio. Like, I just... I can't stand the way he answers questions. He takes the longest time trying to break everything down. It, it's like trying to listen. It's like listening to somebody who thinks they're really smart, but they're not really smart. They just say a lot of stuff and they make it seem like, well, because they're woke. I know all of this stuff and I know terminology and this and this. So I know what I'm talking about. And he really doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's awful. I cannot stand him. And people will be like, well, that's what, he's on the radio and he played in the NFL. And blah, blah, blah. He sucks. He's garbage. And here we go. So, he was talking about watching this play in a game where Jamal uh, dipped his body really well and had a great blitz on the quarterback, and he, and he got the sack, but then he realized it wasn't Jamal, it was Ryan Neal, and he couldn't believe it because he was thinking, you know, that's the fastest I've seen Jamal all season, that's the most explosive I've seen him all year, and da 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 and it wasn't even him, it was Ryan Neal. Jamal actually got a holding penalty on that play, and so the sack was negated. And I just thought it was just so, you know, basically just, he's just dumping on Jamal because he didn't like the trade to begin with. Because he, he's not a fan. He doesn't like Jamal. And look, that's fine. Because I under, I can understand that. I don't like Matt Ryan. I'm going to diss everything he does. So I get that. What I don't get is saying that you've never seen him be explosive. You've never seen him do this all year. And Neil look faster and all this and that. And I'm like, you're crazy. You are absolutely... Here, my eyes saw this. Well, your eyes need to get checked. Because I've seen Jamal do a lot. I've seen Jamal race across the field. And I'm like, man, I mean, that's... It's not as fast as Earl Thomas. But faster than anybody else on the team. Mm-hmm. numerous times on some of those pass breakups in the last game he was on the other side of the field and he got all the way over there so and then there were times there were times in some of the monday night games where he when they or primetime games not monday night games, where he did some things in the pass rush where they were breaking it down how impressive it was because it was even though he didn't get there mm-hmm. and i'm just like i mean if you you hate him that much that you're gonna compliment this person and say that this person looks so much better on this one play and then Ryan Neal cannot cover Kittle to save his life not only can he not cover him he doesn't even follow him he lets him get a free release off the line because he's expecting run cover your man (laughs) you know he let Kittle go twice on huge plays one of which was that 48 yard touchdown and you're sitting there on the radio talking about him and look, I I do like Neil. So yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. really trying to diss him. This is more dissing Hugh Millen because he's praising him for this one thing, and he's not dinging him for these awful things that he did. And then, but then you're dinging Jamal for the 
you know, for everything and not giving him any credit for when he does good. It's it's ridiculous. Like, just drove me crazy. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. We do got to do next man up, you know, so if Neil, so is, Neil the is the guy, guy, and I like when Neil's on the field, he just has to do a better job. And when, when there's a guy like Kittle on the field, cover him. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> you know, That's the guy you make sure you cover. That's what's dangerous when you got him and Brooks constantly doing that. They're giving people such free release on two, you know, just too consistent of a basis. It's like, you know, bump them, do something to where you can see, okay, it is a pass, and now I can stay with them because I slowed him down. Don't just give them free release. Like, well, mm-hmm. come on. Driving me crazy. Yep. Humility sucks, by the way. <laughs> and now, off of our Seattle talk for a little bit until our next game. Niners suck, too. That's true. We beat them. <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs Can't argue beat it. the Broncos 22-9. In a, you know, not the prettiest Kansas City win, but it was a win. Um, yeah, they they get it done. But, man, I'm going to be honest. You know why? You want another main reason why the Chiefs and the and the Cowboys ain't in my top five? Why? Oh, you know. Oh, I, I know, but let Because Mahomes and Dak are my fantasy quarterbacks, and they have let me down on three different occasions this year where both of them have scored under 20 points. I'm like... There's no way that should be even possible with those two quarterbacks. To both do it at the same time, three times, like, I, I swear that had to have been mathematically impossible. And then it happened. And Or like, you know, point zero zero. It, it drives me five. crazy. And people are like, you're talking about fantasy football. Yes, I am. <laughs> because... And it bugs him. Oh, it drives me crazy. <laughs> and yes, it affected that. But, but, I, I don't think that... I would have. I hey, look. I hate the Rams. I hate them. So it's not like I didn't, you know, have a hard time making the decision. But it, it factored in. It factored <laughs> in. All right. I'm not gonna lie. Well, you were thinking about it. I thought about it. It was on your mind. Factored it in. But yeah, they got it done. So we need to get it done on Monday night. The Patriots got it done again, like we brought up earlier in Buffalo. Fourteen to ten, Patriots beat the Bills. With a whopping three pass attempts for Mac Jones. Isn't it just crazy? Buffalo wins a division last year. They're, you know, I mean, they're, people are picking them to go to the Super Bowl. Like, mm-hmm. they're, I mean, they're just, everybody's, I don't want to say favorite, but, I mean, in a way, it it seemed it was like. One of my, they were one of my favorites going into. Going into the playoffs. And then, mm-hmm. coming into this season. You know, every, we picked them to win the division. Like, we're like, who's going to win that division? Like, nobody... I I said I thought the Patriots would be in contention for the playoffs. Yeah. And you didn't even think they'd be in contention. No. Nope. Like I said earlier, I did not have confidence in them. But to see them... Now, what do they have? A two-game lead? Something I think like they that, have a two-game yeah. lead. And you're just like, wait, Buffalo was supposed to take over this division. And they got one year... I mean that's that's disappointing. <laughs> like you can't look at that as anything but disappointing. I remember a few years back when like Seattle had won another division title and they were trying to make it seem like oh it'd be it was disappointing when like the Rams kind of 
you know, when they went to the Super Bowl and they got kind of hot yeah. because of McVay and it was uh-huh. almost like a disappointment. And I'm thinking, it's not a disappointment. It's disappointing that we didn't win more Super Bowls. It wasn't disappoint a disappointment that this team won the division a couple of years. I mean, it's not like we weren't in the race yeah, <laughs> the exactly. whole time. We've always been and, in the race, the bu- usually. The, I was going to say, and the Buffalo. And the Buffalo and the Bills, There's, it's not over yet. And the Buffalo and the Bills. But where we sit right now, like if it were to end, and the way it looks right now, it looks like New England's going to take it. And you're just kind of... And it, but it's just so shocking. Because you just did not... Other than because they had Mac Jones locked in, I think it was Ryan Clark. I think he was the one who said that he thought. Remember, I said I couldn't remember who said it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who said that he picked like he felt the Patriots are going to win like twelve games or something? He said the beginning of the season, and I'm like, are you crazy? Like Ryan Clark, sometimes he is way off, and some, but sometimes he's right on. Mm -hmm. That's how it is when you talk in sports, right? So he's just as a journalist or insider or exactly, whatever you want to call it. But he was spot on on this, and but he, I swear he was alone. <laughs> like everybody's like, okay, you go die on that hill. We're gonna be over here, yep. crazy person. And now he's just like, now he's laughing at us. He's yucking it up. He's laughing at us that that doubted him. But yeah, it is shocking. We'll see how it all plays out. And yeah, that does it for the. Week 13 recap. Next up, we're going to talk about week 14. Alright, week 14. Started out this week on Thursday night with the two teams that just couldn't beat the Lions for whatever reason. The Minnesota Vikings beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 36-28. to Okay, so, hold on. But first, I just got to say, I saw that it was like 26 to nothing or something like that. Yeah, because I saw like Steelers fans and people were going, oh yeah, crazy. And so that's the first thing I saw. Then, or no, maybe it was twenty, maybe twenty. I don't know. It was twenty something to nothing. And then I look, and it's and now the Steelers have fourteen, and that's when I see all these. If we blow this game, you better fire Mike Zimmer and da 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 da. And then I was thinking about what happened the, what, at the end of the Lions game and everything like that. But that's all I know. So now, <laughs> inform me. All right, well, this guy is getting lit up on social media and by, you know, Ryan Clark, actually. We're starting to tune away at him either today or whatever. So Steelers, they're down eight. They're driving downfield. They have no timeouts. It's fourth and one. I think they're like under a minute, too. So very little time left. Fourth down, they have to go for it. Roethlisberger, like a slant or some Short route to chase Claypool first down. And he decides to take the time to get up and do a finger pose for a first down instead of getting up and hurrying to spike the ball and waste a good maybe like four or five seconds in a time where they probably could have gotten a playoff and like someone had to like go get him and kind of be like hey we gotta spike the ball and you know he kind of drops it and it rolls away so they gotta go get it and bring it over and then, like, you could see he's kind of, like, he's, like, staring at Ben. They're kind of looking at each other. Ben spikes it, and Claypool, like, I don't, he, like, yelled something, I think. I don't know if he was yelling at himself or at the team. I don't know what it was, but it was not a so good this look. this was when it was 36 to 28? Yes. And they're driving down. People like, where were they? I don't remember exactly. I want to say they were past midfield. What's funny is— Either that or they were getting close to midfield. When I was 
watching stuff when I was working out today. I was I saw somebody talk I I saw like just you know the YouTube like headline and it was like somebody rips Claypool for his first down thing and I didn't watch it because I just assumed because the last time I saw the game they were still down a couple scores I assumed that oh he must have you know been trying to taunt when they were losing and somebody was probably like you know you don't do that you're down you're you're not gonna win this game. Don't start post because you know hate when people do that. You're down. Yeah. You're down thirty six to nothing, and then mm-hmm. you score so touchdown, like and you start celebrating. Yeah. You're like, dude, just hand the ball to the official, go to the sideline, you're getting whooped. So that's kind of what I thought it was. I didn't realize. Now I have to see this. I'm like, it was. I saw the clip and I was like, oh my gosh. And then I think today I was looking and I saw like the ESPN posts. Like sometimes they post some like some of the insider takes on their shows or whatever. And Ryan Clark was mad well i mean he's he was a former like, stealer he's a like, former so, stealer so and he just... is ripping claypool you know because claypool you know people were getting on juju's case you know last season because you know he's a tiktok guy and does all this stuff claypool's the same way that was there was something he did last year when they lost to the browns in the playoffs and he's like going on tiktok and like flexing about how he beat this one dude on a route or whatever and it was like because cleveland had all the injuries and everything so it was like a third string guy no one even crazy. That's so Clark was just ripping him about like, how could you do that? And just, you know, just how he is. You have to know. Look, like his maturity and everything. you do off the field, whatever, right? You hope everybody, you know, you, you hope they're good people. You hope they're Demarius Thomases. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, but they're not always. But when they get on the field, you expect them to know situations. Like it drives me insane when you see people do things like that and you don't understand you don't you know they don't get out of bounds or they don't you know <laughs> like they don't just hurry up with the ball bring the ball back because mm-hmm. how many times do the opposing player you know opposing teams try to lay on you so you can't get up so if you can yeah. get up in these situations you get up they as do fast didn't even as try you can and you take that ball back to your center or to the ref whoever you got to go hand it to really quick and and get moving know the situation that's that's how you win like Okay, so we talked about the Patriots and how hot they are, right? Belichick is known for drafting players based on their football intelligence. Mm-hmm. You know, he looks for smart players. He wants players that can get his playbook, but they also know what to do in situations. They just they just know it's not they might not be the best player, but they know what they're supposed to do and they know how to play football. They yeah. got, and, and this is this goes with any sport. Basketball, too. That's why, you know, when you talk about the greatest ever in positions or you talk about greatest teams and all these things, I'm like, certain teams, can't they can't beat that team. They won because they were athletic or whatever. This team had all, they had athleticism, too, and whatever, but they also are just smarter. Mm-hmm. The smarter team is going to beat that team most of the time, as long as, you know, an athletic team will demolish just a smart team, obviously. But yeah. But if you've got athletes and they're smart <laughs> mixed in with your other super smart guys, you're you're gonna beat the athletic team most of the time. Because the just athletic team. The mm-hmm. the chase yeah, yeah, play yeah. pool type teams that they just they don't have it all there. They're not all focused, they're not all in, they're too worried about whatever it is that they're worried about. You know, it was Jameis Winston, right, when he was doing stuff, too, before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, with, in his early years? Yeah, I mean. And in Florida State. And what you're, 
hope is that they learn from it. They go, you know what? You're right. <laughs> Instead of probably, I'm going to assume he's going to be a little bit combative about it. Probably. And you know, if he doesn't say anything, there'll probably be something coming out of practice or whatever. And, you know, I think Mike Tomlin said something about benching him or whatever because, you know, it's Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin doesn't really, he, he doesn't play that type of stuff, so. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't get it. So that's going to be an interesting situation to look out for and see if it becomes anything. But, yeah, it was just. I mean, I just look, look, <sighs> I don't think they were they're making the playoffs or anything. I think it's a learning situation. I do think you bench him and you explain to him and you and you get players out there who will show him like though whoever's taking his place you need to show him not just just do everything right you don't have to be great you don't even have to do anything really in the game you don't have to have a statistic but your effort needs to show him look if you do this if you play this way with your talents you're gonna be one of the best yeah but if you keep doing these things you're gonna see yourself on the sideline more and then you're gonna be one of those what ifs mm-hmm for years and years to come. But yeah, just a crazy ending. I had to I had to bring it up. Just because people were going nuts on him. As they should. Yeah, I just saw it. I just looked it up on Twitter. On the Twitter. The bird app. And yeah, with that out of the way, time to preview the rest of this week starting with the Baltimore Ravens versus the Cleveland Browns. This is probably going to be a, a tight game. Sorry, I was still looking at that play. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean Baltimore. I, yeah, I'm going Baltimore. I think it'll be close, but yeah, I got to give Baltimore the edge. Just Cleveland, just they just do what they do, right? You, I picked them surprisingly i just thought okay they're finally they're gonna win the division they're finally gonna do it yep i just think they, they have the defense they, got they have everything. the running backs i mean like we like we talk about with the colts you have you have running game that should be what you play off of stop trying to make baker you know just this amazing quarterback he's fine but you have to play off the run game and then play off your best player. Everything Nicholas. goes through Chubb. And and I know that Chubb missed some games, but you still have Hunt. And yeah, I'm not a Hunt fan, but he's still a talented running back. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's just and that that's coaching. <laughs> so mm -hmm. and you know, that's been a problem in Cleveland, amongst other things. Was Baltimore? Their problem ain't coaching. No. Their coach knows what he's doing. So. Next up, the Tennessee Titans take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, it's funny that you're like, oh, man, because of all their injuries. Now, if Julio's back, I do think, you know, that Tannehill will play better. <laughs> but if he's not back, I do think there is upset possibility here. Mm. Just because of all the injuries. 
But I'm not going to pick it. <laughs> I'm picking the Titans. If they play James. <laughs> that was another thing that came up with the Jaguars was like, you know, James Robinson, he's pretty good. He had a good yeah. rookie season. And like he fumbled like one time, like recently for the first time in I think, like, forever. 20, forever, yeah. And like they immediately, you know, bench him and da 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 da. And people are going. Urban Meyer's an idiot. Yeah, so. right. And even Trevor Lawrence is like, we got to. We got to get him involved. So yeah, I'm going just, Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, that's just <laughs> stupid. Like, I totally understand if it's somebody who has fumbling problems. I totally yeah. get it. When it's somebody who hasn't fumbled in forever, and and that, and yes, it could have been in a bad situation. But, but you don't bench him. Now, okay, so for example, Everett. When Gerald Everett fumbled, I wasn't like, oh, we need to bench Everett. I'm just thinking, you know, okay, maybe don't throw him the ball like in that little kind of a bubble screen situation. I hate bubble yeah. screens anyways. I never want to see a bubble screen ever. But maybe not throw it to him. And then after the interception, you're kind of like, okay, maybe you should make Disley the one on these plays now and kind of get Everett out but of But she it. probably should have been in the first place, to and be honest. And then but... they do the last play to him, and I'm like, see, this is what happens. <laughs> you, give, you give a guy too many chances. And now he's overthinking everything, and he's trying to prove something, and he messes up again. Yep. But the first time, I wasn't thinking anything of it. I was just thinking, I was thinking bubble screen. Don't do a bubble screen. I was more Mm -hmm. mad about the bubble screen than I was about him fumbling, to be honest with you. (laughs) Because it was early in the game, and you're like, oh, stop doing the screens. And and people fumble sometimes. I mean, sometimes it's just a guy gets his hand perfectly on the ball. You could have it high and tight. There's... Some of the times that Carson fumbled, he had two hands on the ball. And they just got their hand right on it, fist right on the ball. That's really hard to hold on to a football when it gets punched perfectly. It just happens sometimes. So yeah. for you to get mad at a guy for fumbling one time and he dis- disappears from your offense because of it, that's that's awful coaching. That You're sending a message and then there's just being stupid. You know, he already has the disconnect with everything earlier on in the season, so I'm like, yeah, exactly. he just, they didn't need to get rid of him. I feel, yeah, I don't think he's, I think he's going to leave, to be honest. I don't think they're going to oh, yeah, fire yeah, yeah. him. Just, just so he could, you know. Yeah, he's going to go back to college. He's going to yeah. be like Nick Saban and some of these other guys who they just shouldn't have ever come to the NFL. Yeah. I'm going to stick with my success over here. Kansas City Chiefs, Vegas Raiders. Not Las Vegas, just Vegas. <laughs> Vegas Raiders. Uh, Vegas Raiders lost. Uh, yeah, I'm going Kansas City as well. Hey, last time they played, Mahomes actually went off, so that means he won't. No, don't don't <sighs> count on it. I'm, it's it's just Patrick Mahomes. Like, what are you what are you counting on? It's what I get. I'm just this is what I. It's get. not like for a dissing. He's a, never won MVP or anything. This is from dissing Matt Ryan and Stafford so much since they ruined my fantasy seasons two years, and now I'm getting payback because I picked Mahomes this year. Like, there's no way he'll mess it all up. Yeah, there is. Yeah. You know, you know how you're talking about him being, you know, Brett Favre? Well, no, that's... Yeah, I talked about That's... I, you put it out there. I did. And then I picked him. Like, ah. Uh. Yeah. You, see, you, you were thinking. About, yeah, but Favre still put up numbers. They just didn't... You know, he was still a fantasy stud. They just didn't win anymore. Not a fantasy dud. Exactly. <laughs> the New Orleans Saints are taking on the New York Jets. Oh. I mean, I'm not that's going to be a fun one. I'm going to pick the Saints. Let's, but I do wonder, is Taysom playing? I don't, it's not going to change uh, my mind. I think so. 
It's not going to change my mind. I think even with Simeon, they'll beat the Jets. But Yeah, I think Taysom's playing. I'm going to go New Orleans as well. Sorry, Jets. Next up, another division matchup. The Dallas Cowboys and the Washington football team. The oh. two teams of that division we were talking about earlier. They Dallas. collide. I'm picking the Cowboys, but this game is going... This is going to change, could possibly change, you know, like, well, your top five. If football team wins, Cowboys are out of your top five. Oh, man. You know, but then all of a sudden I'm, I'm going to be like, well, maybe Dallas isn't going to win the division after all. It, it might be like last season. That'll, that'll put football team only one game back. Yeah. Interesting. I'm, gonna... I'm picking the Cowboys. Though. Ah, man. I'm going to go football team because I, you know, I always have to pick football team, you know. But I, I really do think they have a shot in this game, honestly. Oh, I do too. I that's gonna be a game to look out for. It's on at the same time as the Hawks game, but if it's on the other channel, then maybe Oh no, it says everything. Nah, so it won't be. Yeah, it's a Fox game, so it won't be. I'll be following on Twitter or something. I don't know. I'll figure it out. We'll probably get Tennessee and Jacksonville as the other game. If we wanna <laughs> yes. flip channels. <laughs> The Atlanta Falcons are taking on the Carolina Panthers. You know, I always am going to pick against the Pan- or the, the Falcons and Matt Ryan. But the Panthers are not trying to make it easy for me, <laughs> are they? I'm, I don't nah. know what they're doing. Like, uh, I don't know what they're doing. Okay. I'm, yeah, they had a, I'm did, only... Didn't they start like 3-0 or something like that at first yeah. with Darnold? And then they just, something happened. I'm going to pick them. Only because I refuse to pick Matt Ryan. That's the only reason. Yeah. yeah I know I'm... that's a piss poor reason, but that's what I'm doing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Atlanta just because, like, yeah, I don't know what's going on in Carolina. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know. It's tough. Coin flip lands on Atlanta. So, <laughs> boom. This is a pick. All right. Seattle Seahawks. Houston, Texas. Yep. Houston, Texas. <laughs> I said, that is a place. Yep, yeah, that is. That is. That is where we'll be playing the Houston Texans. Houston so, Texans. So, I mean, was my statement wrong? Nope. I mean, you should have just kept going. It should have been like, you know, yes, we will be playing the Texans in Houston, Texas. See, but you didn't save it. No. So, you just said But it works. <laughs> uh, Houston will not be playing Tyrod Taylor this week. They will be starting rookie Davis Mills, the guy who just kind of fumbled and lost the ball behind him without being touched so he that's be, great he could be colt mccoy though he could be the don't Seahawks. put that out dang it could be the dang Seahawks it now kryptonite. we're gonna lose he could dang be the it Seahawks man kryptonite. why i'm picking seattle look why'd you do it doesn't matter now we're gonna lose okay so, so you're picking the texans no i'm not i'm picking seattle okay, but i'm up. gonna be wrong man no, they're not gonna lose this game but i don't want to hear anybody's playoff scenarios about seattle not now that we beat the 49ers not if we beat the texans shut your faces five percent chance it's still just five percent <laughs> even if, if we're being technical with other people's numbers and the actual data it's like three percent no, but see, with, we round up over here so I go with my own data. we round up in our multiverse and i was on the five percent first they weren't even thinking about percentages when i was throwing out the five percent no, they weren't thinking about it, but they were keeping track of it. But, yeah, I mean, I said once they get a win and they look like a competent team, they look like a competent team, and they got the win. So, and now they're playing an incompetent team. So, Seahawks. 
But can we please look competent in this game? Like, probably not. I think we'll win regardless, even if we look awful. But don't look awful. Like, get something going. Look like a team that we're confident in picking. Like, it's sad that when I say, oh, maybe he's Colt McCoy, and you're like, oh, we're going to lose. But part of you is worried. Yeah. We should not I really, be worried. I really am, Exactly. Man. That's the... I really it's such am. A, it's, that's just how Because, like, yeah, we beat the 49ers, but it's like, well, yeah, division rivals, there's a different feeling in that yep. game. Exactly. But now that we got that out of the way, we're going to... And it's just the crazy stuff that happens against the Niners, you know, especially this season. Just the craziness of the season. And whatever. Yeah, exactly. But so, yeah. And like I said, Seahawks fans, if and when we win this week, don't just relax. Just take the win. Focus on the next opponent. Don't talk about the playoff situation or what they need to do. And da 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 No. Shush. Zip it. Give it another... They got to beat the Rams in two weeks before you should even let those thoughts enter your mind. Am I going to pick them in two weeks, even if they beat the Texans? Probably not. We'll see. Dun, dun, dun. All right. The Denver Broncos are taking on the Detroit Lions. The hottest team in the NFL. Second hottest team in the NFL. No, they're the hottest. They're They're on a high. Well, that's true. They got to win. I, I bet that kicker could probably make a field goal now, now that they got to win. 80 yarder. <laughs> what, what was Justin Tucker's? Uh, 66. 66. Boom. 69, dude. Uh, Denver. <laughs> I'm going to go Teddy Bridgewater and the Broncos. Teddy B. The LA Chargers versus the New York Giants. Okay. So I'm picking the Chargers because it's the Giants. But if they blow this one, no. just don't even move them back to San Diego. Don't move. Just, just disband the franchise. Like, <laughs> what's the point anymore if you lose this game? They, like, they, they should go to London. I, if you're a Chargers fan, I do feel for you because the roller coaster they put you guys on every year is just ridiculous. Like, as a Seahawk fan, like. Part of the problem with the way we've played recently is you just, you kind of feel like you know what's going to happen now. Yeah. You're just kind of in this like, oh, we're just going to do this. We're going to throw a lot of bubble screens. We're going to, you know, just whatever it is, right? You know, like when we were watching the game, I said, uh, that's basically what I said. It's like you turn the game on and you just expect to see bad football. Yeah. And when you're the Chargers, it's not that you expect to see bad football, but you expect to have second-half collapses or to to have all this talent and be picked to do all these things, and then you never do it. And then there's all this laundry list of excuses. But the bottom line is, is you never do it. And that's yeah. got to be so frustrating as a fan because you see the talent and they have the ability. And if you blow this game, just... Just root for somebody else. <laughs> Just move on. I won't judge you at all. I'll be like, you did the right thing. <laughs> Bet the Chargers here as well. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see what they do. The Cincinnati Bengals are taking on the 49ers. Bengals. Bungles. I think they bounce back, not the Niners. Yeah. Sorry. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Buffalo Bills. All oh, the Bills need this one. 
And isn't Tampa Bay better? Is it Tampa Bay that's better? On no, no, no. They're they're undefeated, I think, at home. Maybe I don't know. I was looking at it earlier when we were talking. Yeah, they're five and zero at home. So dang. And what's Buffalo on the road? Not Buffalo, good. Buffalo's four and two on the road, so they're actually better on the road this year than they have been at home. Strange. <laughs> and they they really need this win. Bucks. I'm picking Tampa Bay. Yeah. Close game. Tom Brady's involved. Just give it to Brady. Sunday night, the Green Bay Packers take on the Chicago Bears. Does Aaron Rodgers still own them? Yes, he does. <laughs> yep. Because we're Green picking Bay. him. <laughs> Green Bay. I I mean, even the Bears fans are like, Green Bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even though on, the tight end after that game was like, yeah, he does own us. Yeah, I mean... Until you actually, again, sometimes you just got to say, you know what, until they do it, I'm, you're not going to pick them. Even, yeah. even if it's your team. You just, <laughs> nope. On Monday night, divisional matchup, Arizona Cardinals, LA Rams. In Glendale. This is a big game. Not, I mean, I still think, even if the Rams lose, they're still, you know, in good position for the playoffs and everything but, yeah but you want to send that message you want to you know say oh well we're gonna make it to the you know to the playoffs and we're gonna face you at some point and remember we'll what we see did you there but <laughs> i don't think they're going to i think the cardinals are gonna hand it to them and just show them they don't want none yep i agree i'm gonna go arizona as well and now to finish off the preview, discuss the Week 15 Thursday night game. And we got Saturday games. Oh, Saturday games week. are starting up next week. But we record on Fridays yeah, yeah, usually, yeah. so I think I know, I just good. noticed it. We're only going to cover the Thursday night. Yes. The Thursday game for Week 15 will be the Kansas City Chiefs versus the L.A. Chargers. Now, didn't the Chargers beat the Chiefs earlier this year? Wasn't that when Herbert played really good? And That, that might have been. That was kind of when like it really got like, oh, the Chiefs, they're... I mean, the Chargers are they're doing it. This is, could be their year. And then everything went downhill. So, yeah, because of that, I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to favor Kansas City as well. I can never really confidently pick the Chargers in the first place. Yeah, Just I mean, because you're like, I have no idea. They're either going to come out really good or they're going to suck. Well, it's so. kind of like when we were just talking about Seattle versus the Texans. It's like we picked Seattle, but... And just like when we picked the Chargers versus the Giants, we're like, yeah, they should, but... Because you just don't have that confidence in them. The difference between the two is, you know, Seattle had been playing bad pretty much all season long. Yeah. Whereas the Chargers, they just always do that. They just always, they either start off slow for no real reason and then finish really fast, or they start off fast and then they start playing bad for no reason. And it, it's the most, it's the most consistently yet baffling thing. <laughs> Yeah. When you look, and that's why when you know people try to tell me how great Philip Rivers is and all this stuff, I'm like, no, he's not. Like, if you think that Philip Rivers is better than Eli Manning, you are beyond wrong. And it's literally just what I talked about. What do they ever do? What What did they ever actually do? What he threw? He might have thrown for more yards. He might have more touchdowns. With guys His like you know Antonio Gates. And... Yeah, with multiple Hall of Famers on offense, and yet. LT couldn't 
get it done and they always basically choke and Eli won two Super Bowls and doesn't don't I don't want to hear any of the excuses he went on the road two playoff uh you know two seasons in a row in the playoffs on the road for what three games mm-hmm. won three road playoff games twice was it twice that could be I thought it was. whatever I thought it is. I looked at it before either way he definitely did it once but that alone, that alone, like, he was like, oh, that's only two seasons. Yeah, okay, I mean, I, I actually, for a long time ago, I broke it all down. Like, I, I had, like, a like a thing, like, he made the playoffs this many times, he did this many times, he had this many seasons where he did this and this, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a lot closer than people really think, because they just look at the final numbers, and they might look at win-loss or, you know, picks to touchdowns or whatever, and I'm like, there's more to football than that. And yeah. also the fact that Eli plays where he plays... Peyton was talking about not throwing, not being able to throw a spiral in the Monday night game, talking about how the weather affected it. And so, you know, Josh Allen doesn't have that problem in the weather because he throws such a tight spiral. And Peyton's talking about how he threw a wobbly ball. And I'm like, that's what I used to always talk about with Eli. He plays in New York. He plays in these elements. And, yeah, he threw bad passes a lot of places where he when they were on the road. But it it's hard to play quarterback in New York. Yeah. And in other places, too. So, you know, it's, it's easier to play in L.A. or San Diego than it is in New York. Basically is what I'm getting at. And not just for the media and stuff, but for the, the weather. Yeah. So, anyways. Sorry. Went off on Chargers as usual. <laughs> I told you, man. Anyways, Chargers are going to lose. Yeah. I think that I was had, the... I already picked the Chiefs. I think, I think that, that was the, you know... That was your reasoning. The insight the... to my mind. People are like... You, this guy thinks Hugh Millen sucks? Yes, he does! Yes, he does. And I don't think Philip Rivers sucks or anything. I just think Eli's better. No, I know Eli's better. Because mm. I watched him get the job done. And I never saw Rivers get the job done. But I did see him play on a sprained MCL once and beat the Colts with that. Look, I respect Philip Rivers more than I do LaDainian Tomlinson. Let's just say that. <laughs> That's a... Another thing for another time. If you haven't, we probably touched upon it when we did our top running backs. Yeah. So, definitely. If you ain't <laughs> listened to our top running backs and you want to know why I'm not a big LT fan, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Ladanian Tomlinson. I would say because yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> the real LT takes offense to that. So. Yeah. Uh, Ladanian Tomlinson. You just go back and listen to that, and you'll you'll know. You'll understand. And yeah, that's football talk. It is. For the week. We yes, it is. Yes, I think I got it all it. off my chest. I think <laughs> I'm good. You're good? Yeah. All right. Wait, uh, wait. No, I'm just kidding. Wrestling? Wrestling. Let's do it. All right. So, got, got to start out again in this segment on kind of a downer, unfortunately. But this week, Jeff Hardy was released by WWE. And this came after last weekend where they were doing a tour and Hardy was a part of this multi-man tag match. He was working and, you know, he was going to build up to this hot tag and people talked about how he was starting to get noticeably sluggish. I saw it. Did you see it? Did you see the video? Yeah, I've seen the video. Yeah. So uh, another thing people also noted was him kind of holding his stomach as he was making his way to the Mm -hmm. ring. So during the match, he gets kind of sluggish. But, like, he makes it through to get the hot tag to Drew McIntyre. And as McIntyre's doing his thing, you see in the video, Jeff leaves the ring and just leaves through the crowd. <laughs> he just climbed the, 
He climbed the rail and he just left. And then you see a security guard start running over there. And so that's, so when I saw a security guard, that's when I was like, okay, like he's, that's not what he's supposed to be doing. Like the security yeah. guard's like, what you doing? But obviously the speculation with his past is that he slipped up, that he either got started drinking again or drugs, some sort of slip up, substance abuse. You know? mm-hmm. and so with him that's just kind of what you go to yeah and and i understand that i totally understand that obviously that's the first thing i think we all thought but that doesn't mean that's what it was no it could and easily be i don't else. think Who anybody knows? still knows for sure we just know that the wwe says that they offered to get him help and he refused so they released him mm-hmm. but what if he refused because it wasn't a substance abuse problem what if he was just sick? What if, I don't know, what if he just had a bad reaction to something? Maybe, yeah, so he, maybe, maybe he had like food poisoning or something? Yeah. You I, don't know, know, it, I don't know. I'm not an expert in that, but maybe. So, you know, we don't really know. Obviously, that's a, the assumption, like I said. And we'll find out eventually. It's gonna, yeah, yeah, truth, yeah. you know, the truth will when, come When out. he's ready and everything, I'm sure he'll, you know, let people know. And yeah, you, you, hope, you hope everything's okay and you know look okay so two things so if wwe released him and he didn't and he didn't slip and have a you know any kind of substance abuse relapse that's the word i was looking for i was like there's a word (laughs) Mm -hmm. i can't find it um i still understand because it's kind of like the keith lee thing i told you that i think the reason why they released him was because they're just worried that he was going to have another scare. This scared them into thinking they can't trust him. Mm-hmm. And so they offered him help, but even if he would have took it, they probably would have released him afterwards anyway. I 100% believe that that's the case. I think they, once this happened, they were done in terms of him being a wrestler. Yeah. But they were going to get him or help. with them. Because, yeah. Because they try to get people help. Like, it's so weird to me that people make it seem like they don't constantly They don't try. ever do anything? Yeah, they don't ever. Now, look, I'm not trying to defend all the things. No, they make a ton of errors. But yes. one of the things that I've constantly seen or heard people talk about, say, is how Vince helps people. And he gets them help. And he wants everybody to be okay. He might not treat them well as superstars. But most of the time, he treats them well as people mm-hmm. most of the time there's always there, there's different cases to those rules so i just think that they just they just got scared and they just had to cut the ties now if he did have a slip up i honestly don't think we talked about this with you know the rick flares and stuff like that jeff hardy just needs to go take care of himself and he needs to be away and he needs yeah. to not come back he needs to just Fine. He's got a family. Yep, just be with your family. Stop. Like he, he's made a lot of money over the years, not just in WWE, but everywhere he's went. He's been a success. He's had his time, and you know you kind of thought he was gonna get one more, but I mean, it maybe just wasn't meant to be. Just that's not what's important. You just gotta make sure you're right. I'm pretty confident you have enough to you know support you and your family. 
Well, for, plus he does other things. Yeah, he, you know, what he paints. He, yeah, he's, he's made artist. music. Yeah, exactly. He has so many options and so many. He's a creative person. He has yeah. this creative mm-hmm. outlet. You know, so I think he'd be totally fine. It, look, I'm not saying, I'm just saying if he has slipped up. If he yes. hasn't, it depends all, on the issue at hand. Yeah, then no matter what, you just hope he's okay and you don't want to see anything even crazier on the news coming up you just want to know that he's all right but you just wonder how much wrestling plays into all of his issues Mm -hmm. you know the pain threshold all the things that he does you know being away from his family just all these different things and the stress from maybe the way he's booked whatever it is like all these different things can lead to you know you trying to find an escape and so yeah, like just take yourself out of the equation. Don't let anybody entice you with money. Don't let even your love for it, because he obviously loves wrestling. Yeah. But if you keep getting in this situation, maybe, again, maybe wrestling is part of the reason why you have these problems. So maybe you just need to take yourself out of it if that's what happened. Mm-hmm. If not, then just, you know, clear your name. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't think you got to clear your name. You can just. Say, that's not what happened. And then go to another company and, you know. Do what you got to do, you know. Knock it out of the park. <laughs> so I hope everything's all right. Though. Yeah. But it is just a shame. Like, I'm just I'm pretty much just, you know, tired of just certain things over and over again. Like, that's that's why people are tired of WWE. That's why they want Vincent Mangon. They're just tired of that. I'm tired of hearing, you know, that certain people who have certain problems keep having those problems it's like all right well maybe you just need to go home <laughs> and yeah. I'm, i talk about that in any sport antonio brown right like mm-hmm. here he is a, a, another problem like just buy just leave like people stop signing him release him let him go do whatever let he him wants. fix himself up or you know choose to keep being the way he is you exactly know? but don't keep employing them because in a way you're enabling them if again in hardy's case it could it could be a misunderstanding so we'll see yep but yeah just crazy out of the out of the blue news that's how you it know, always just, happens though <laughs> just you know the conversation from you know a couple weeks ago you know it goes from you know is he you know gonna get like an angle with roman reigns or something like that right. to he's out of the company and he might be having issues again and it's like jeez, man crazy Yep. But, you know, we're not going to damper on that for too long. There, There's other stuff to talk about, and there's some, some positive stuff we can talk about. And this past weekend was NXT War Games, the first, I believe this is the first pay-per-view uh, since becoming NXT 2.0, and the last NXT pay-per-view for Johnny Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly. So uh, we got to talk about what happened. We previewed it last week, so... Is it? It seems like it. Is it? We don't know until we show. I mean, true, but I mean... Johnny. seemed like it, yeah. I saw today, like, Johnny has, like, all his shirts back up on Pro Wrestling Tees, and he's starting a Twitch. I saw the Mm -hmm. Twitch thing, I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) I'm like, that's probably that. So... Oh, yeah, it definitely makes you think that, but... But, yeah, who knows? You don't... Maybe they I, made an exception because they lost Adam Cole, and maybe they're like, 
I don't know if we want to do that again. Well, and plus, and, and again, he could have sold it to him that way. Like, look, let's do all this stuff. Because look, he's leaving NXT. Mm-hmm. Remember, we did all that with somebody else. It was like, oh, but maybe he's just going to be on the main roster. I mean, well, Adam Cole. But, mm-hmm. but I think even somebody else before that. And like you said, maybe they were like, okay, we'll let you do this. We'll let, but but not they wouldn't do pro wrestling tees, but the Twitch yeah. thing they would. But maybe they're like, well, you know, make them think. Maybe the pro wrestling. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, definitely reading too much into it. I think he's gone, but I'm just saying. you know, it's fun to speculate. You know, until it happens. Yeah, it's it's fun to be like, but what if it's just this big swerve and he shows up <laughs> on SmackDown dressed like an elf again? You know? <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> they would do that too. They're like, remember this guy? They totally would. They'd be like, we got him. Back. They'd be like, long term storytelling, ladies and gentlemen. Send him to Vince. <laughs> remember when you first met? <laughs> oh man. All right, to so open the War Games event, they had the women's. War Games match, which was won by Raquel Gonzalez, Kaylee Ray. Who was? Why can I not remember the third person? Oh my gosh, Eo. There what? we go. Eo. How did I forget Eo? Oh my goodness, I'm slacking today. <laughs> and Cora Jade, who they were pretty much. This was pretty much about her, basically. Yeah, they. I didn't think that it was anything great. I do have an issue with both of the war games matches that we'll get to when we get to the second one but it was kind of cool what they did with her i don't maybe not her getting that pin necessarily at the end but the playing of the shoulder the the you know she was selling, selling that, that like a champ because at first we were really like man we need to see more replays how did she land how did this how because oh my gosh so they they did a really good job with that they did so, I, I, I didn't find a funny thing where Io literally pops her shoulder yeah. back in in the ring because she's crazy. And but I thought it was awesome when like Mandy came in and now she immediately like goes after her arm. I'm like, see, this is good. This is good storytelling. This is mm-hmm. you work, you know, an injury or you know you. That's one of the good things about like you know Mandy injury. Rose being back in NXT because she has her experience on Raw and SmackDown where they kind of emphasize that yeah. a little bit more. But overall, I didn't think it was a great War Games match. It was and solid, and it was it was good to open. Yeah, I mean, it was it was solid. It just it wasn't great. It's not I like mean, I'm not giving it a down if I had the finger of power like Simon, but I don't because I'm not Simon. Nope, no, you're not. There is one and only Simon from what culture? I give it a. It was good. Yeah, I agree. The next, uh, my personal match of the night, the NXT Tag Team Title Match. Which is funny because you had no expectation, really, because you hate Von Wagner. I hate Von Wagner, but <laughs> Imperium versus Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner was amazing. And mainly, you know, Von was fine, whatever. He, I... <laughs> This, this is the greatest match I've ever seen in my life. One of the guys was so good, but everyone else was freaking awesome. I'm not big on Von Wagner, but he did his job for the most part. And then, yeah, Kyle and uh, Eichner and everybody else was the, the one other guy, everybody else. Everybody else. <laughs> Marcel Bartel, Eichner, O'Reilly. For it. it was amazing. Great sequences, great spots, just you know great like false finishes it was man it was so good 
I can't really speak to any of the matches, but the well, I can't really speak to any of them honestly <laughs> because I didn't see the first women's working match was one I paid the most attention to. Yeah, the tag match. I was right there. It was just the angle I was sitting. Cause yeah, because we were watching you were... it on a big screen, and the football game was on at the same yeah, time. Yeah, so like, so the angle I was sitting, I could see the football game better, and I have to twist and lean back and everything because of the projector screen. And you're like, I don't want to do so that. So, I wasn't paying as much attention as I normally would, because we're usually not watching two things at the same time. But yeah, so I can't really say okay. if there's anything from this pay per view to go back and rewatch it's this match it was incredible there you have it and then of course after the match surprise a swerve von wagner tried to turn on kyle o'reilly except kyle reversed it and beat the crap out you of totally him suck. i i loved uh, how kyle like threw up the ue mm-hmm. after he did and he was like this is the brotherhood i'm like please please do a kyle man i'm i'm just I'm getting my hopes up for winter is coming, man. And then he's not going to And then he's not going to do it. I'm going to be like, AEW sucks. <laughs> Why? Because he chose not to go there. Yes. <laughs> he would be the one that sucks. He would. Yes. I agree no. with that. I don't think he would. I, w- I would think it's would awesome if he done. doesn't show up. If he showed up on Raw. Oh, he'd be the biggest heel in my weeks. eyes. I'd be like, I hate your guts. He could come out as a heel. That'd be awesome. Oh, my goodness. That's what I'm rooting for. You and then to steal uh, my line last week. <laughs> I want chaos. Wait, this led to a. Uh, they set up backstage during the pay per view a match for the next NXT this week, where Von Wagner ended up beating O'Reilly in the steel cage match, Ooh, and then slamming the cage door in his face afterwards, just to you know emphasize it. Who saw that coming? So everyone, you do that. Yeah. You do. Von Wagner still sucks. Honors on the way out, right? I'm like, dang, Kyle went from beating Adam Cole to having to put over Von Wagner. That's that's unfortunate. Von Wagner is the next universal champion. I hope not. <laughs> I, I saw Booker T say something about him. Like, what did he s- He was talking about something with... He knows more about wrestling than you ever will. Oh, because he was talking about Kyle doing the UE. And he's like, sucker. It was so stupid. He was like, don't do that. We all know where you're going. And, you know, da-da-da-da-da. You know, I mean... Just, you know, he said it ruined the moment for Von Wagner. I'm like, why are you taking away from Von Wagner? He's going to be main event in WrestleMania. And I'm like, Booker, oh my gosh. Look, I Duh. would see, I think, so sometimes, so did he, he say this live or did he say this after? Um, I, it was a quote I saw on Twitter. I okay. don't know. So, there, now the reason why... That matters to me is because at that moment, you think it's the last time you're seeing him. And I can kind of see why people would be like, yeah, you probably, you don't need to do that. Especially people in the business. But if he said that after they set up the cage match, then it's just stupid. Because I'm now just, I, I because, can't take it seriously cause because he talked about him main eventing WrestleMania. Yeah. And I'm like, if that happens, I, I don't know what I do with myself. Yeah, hey, sometimes people see things in others, right? That as much as I respect Kyle, it's not like I ever saw him main eventing WrestleMania. No, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. I But that's also Wagner, but I haven't seen much of him. I haven't seen enough to really You haven't missed out on anything. Give that opinion. And so but maybe Booker T has. 
That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't think everything Booker T says is as controversial as people want to make it he's out been, to be. He's been saying a lot of things lately. I'm like, oh my gosh. No, what? Did, he's just a WWE mark now. Basically, and, and it's like, I don't mind that to okay. an extent. Exactly. But that's then he says something ridiculous, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you need to relax. On, yeah, everybody gets a little bit too ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes. Even me. <laughs> Can you believe it? Yeah, I can't believe it. <laughs> right? Uh, Cameron Grimes beat Duke Hudson in their hair versus hair match. and I should pay, I paid attention to that match. It wasn't it was, anything special. Yeah, it wasn't anything special. Especially at the end. It's like, okay, you lost. And there's like nobody out there to make him sit in the chair and like there's strap one him in. Strap him in. And, sh- and so then they got to do this little fight stuff. And I'm like, this is annoying me. Like It was weird. Yeah. So... It was weird. I'm like, it probably didn't need to be on a pay-per-view. But... It gets a meh. <laughs> and then Roderick Strong retained his Cruiserweight Championship against Joe Gacy. I didn't... It was a solid match. It was definitely better than the previous match you talked about. It was, I think. but at the same time, I was just kind of like, what is happening here? Like, it just... I don't know. Plus, I mean, you haven't really seen much of Joe Gacy, really, have you? No. Yeah. So, yeah. No. No. So, yeah. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the main event, the men's war games match, the last the last hurrah for Johnny Gargano. He comes out to Rebel Heart one last time. He's got the collage of past takeover gears in his gear this time. Yeah, I noticed that immediately. I was like, yep. that's cool. But Team 2.0 took the win in the end. To the surprise of nobody. <laughs> exactly. So, okay. That's what I was going to get at. Like, everybody knew, even when you saw that Von Wagner and Kyle were going to have this cage match, you knew Von Wagner was going to win. Yeah. Just like you knew who was winning this War Games match. And so, that's an issue. I don't like that. Like, I know you're switching it over to 2.0. We all know this. We all know you're you're doing this new thing. But you can't make it that obvious. They can have a great performance and lose and still win. Yeah. You know? So that's, to me, the way they should have went. But that's still not the problem I had with the War Games matches in general. My main problem was when two people entered. When Raquel Gonzalez entered the women and when Braun Breaker entered. Both times, the way they had them come in, was just, it just annoyed me. It's like, so, when Raquel came in, they were trying to hold it shut. And yeah. They had locked. They didn't just lock. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, I remember they this. Locked him out. So now they now they got to try to get in. But then they get in, and like people are standing with weapons. But then they only come at him like one at a time in the dumbest way, and I'm just like, and they did it for both of them. I'm like, okay, that's fine if you're gonna do one, but you did almost the exact same thing with both of them. In each match, because they're the biggest and the strongest, and I'm just like, really? Come on. Like, you can't... It's bad enough when you have the same kind of finish in a match. Yeah. But at least in that one, if the story is good enough, you don't care. But in these matches, neither one of these War Games matches stood out to previous War Games matches. They're easily Not the previous the, one. They're easily the worst of the War Games matches. And the thing I think about the most from both is the way those two entered, and it was stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but yeah, I mean, that just it just annoyed me. Not that they were 
bad matches. They I, mean, just, I will say this one. This one was better than the women's one. Yeah, I will say the men's one was not that the women's one wasn't good. I enjoy the women's one, but I like the men's one overall a bit more. I liked uh, Dexter Loomis. He had made his return during yeah. it because he's been gone for a little bit. Him and Johnny won last time. I'm like, that's cool. I like that. And then, yeah, some cool spots overall. I enjoyed that. So then, one of the... <clears throat> excuse me, because you go to Tuesday for NXT, and Johnny's there one last time to, you know, say his spiel. Say goodbye. Say goodbye, pretty much. Cut a nice pro and everything. And, at you know, it's like, you know, clearly unscripted and out of character and everything, because, like, he's talking about, like, his friendships with, like, Vic Joseph, who's one of the commentators and everything. And it's just really cool. And then out of nowhere, he gets attacked by uh, Grayson Waller, who was one of the 2.0 guys from the War Games match. And just, he lays him out. He puts him, he like, does like, puts the chair around his neck and slams it into the steps. And he like, power bombs him through the announce table. And, but you what know. What does it all mean? You know, like, I talk, how I talk about Von Wagner, because I don't like Von Wagner. Waller was in the same boat, pretty much. I did not like waller at all i thought his gear was stupid i still think it's stupid <laughs> I, I still think his gear is stupid yes i was never big on his gimmick and all the segments they were doing with him i was like he had the spots and warriors and matches i'm like okay i mean i respect those and then he did that because i was not ready for that at all and now i'm like this is, this is the first time i've been actually intrigued by something he did because like just the way he executed it everything about it i was like Okay, that was good. And how he, you know, how he was talking to him, he went, you know, because he goes by the announcement and everything, and Vic Joseph's right there. He's like, he's talking to Vic Joseph, like, that's your boy. Are you going to do something? Uh, just a little touch that I really liked. So I just got to give him a little bit of credit because I was, like I said, he was going to be in the same boat as Von Wagner if he didn't do that. But now I'm like, okay, I I'll, I'll give you your credit, sir. That was really good i give him nothing i thought i unless something comes out of this if johnny's leaving and then what you're gonna you're gonna push this guy but i still think he's totally lame i i don't i'm not impressed that you attack somebody that they you know that was walking out the door and you got in a, a surprise attack and got all the offense in like it doesn't i nothing about it nothing i'm like okay it, what's gonna happen here? What? Yeah, not, I. Not impressed. <laughs> I don't care. Honestly, it made me like, it's, it's going to make me criticize him more. That's like, that's like the opposite of what you want. Like they want what you are feeling, and I'm feeling, yeah, this guy, was, I don't see anything good here, and then you just let him do that to Johnny, and. Now, what is your plan with him? Because he's not very good. <laughs> and, but you're going to push him and try to shove him down our throats? Like, that's kind of the way I'm looking at him now. Instead of, like, what you're doing, like, oh, now I'm interested and I want to see. I'm like, nah, they did the opposite for me. Now I'm like, I don't want to see this dude. His gear is so annoying. I, his his so, gear is stupid. But I, yeah, I hate his gear It's just funny. So much. But that's wrestling, right? It's like, it's one, like to each their own, right? You know, exactly. there's a lot of... Opposite feelings about that thing. I, I enjoy the heck out of it. Gotcha. Because I just 
I wasn't ready for it, and then he did it. I'm like, oh, interesting. Eh, we'll see. <laughs> it's like, oh, they just had him, you know, we only got... take out the heart and soul of the brand on, you know, on his night. I'm like, dang. Yeah, I don't care. So anyway, <laughs> we only got a couple minutes left, so and we've only talked about War Games, really. So if there's any, do we want to talk about AEW for the last few? Um, I mean, a little bit. Because, you know, winter is coming is this Wednesday. It's coming. Winter is coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I didn't, I didn't even mean to do that, but you got me. No, I said it. <laughs> oh, you said, I thought I said no, it. No, I just, you, <laughs> you said winter I'm... is coming next week. And then I said winter is coming. It's coming. No, uh, no. Now, now I'm off. You were good. No, I don't know anymore. You were good. <laughs> Get the highly anticipated title match between Wangman, Adam Page, and Wangman. Brian Danielson. This has been... Man, I love the way they've booked this. Yeah, but we know about that one. They actually announced... They finally got another one announced. It's the Diamond... Two matches. Two other matches. What's the Diamond thing called again? The Dynamite Diamond Ring. Yeah. And that's... Which is, that's one of MJF. the things... MJF and... Dante Martin, who, who okay, swerved, who swerved Team Taz there. Yeah, and then, oh well, oh so wait, what's the other match? Uh, Serena Deeb and Hikaru Shida. Oh, that's right. But then the other news is what's probably going on right now on Rampage is Hook. Hook making his debut of Hook. Debut. A lot of the son of Taz, the we only member of Team Taz that, that hasn't competed yet. Yeah, didn't know that that was Taz's son until today. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? But yeah, I mean, that's some, that's some interesting stuff. But yeah. I will say that since Christian hasn't been used very much lately, my interest in AEW has really started he, to He was wane. on Dynamite I'm like, Man. for a second. <laughs> I know, but they're not, he's just, he's just talking for Jurassic yeah, it's Jurassic. I was gonna. You almost, you almost was, switched it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I actually had it right that time. I, I almost always call him Jungle Express, and I was actually gonna say it right, and I thought I was wrong. Jurassic Express, and so I just, I want to see him wrestling. I don't want to see him. I mean, I don't. I like his promos too, but I want him in the program. I know they're telling a story. He's probably gonna turn. All he that, probably is gonna and turn. And it's gonna be glorious, and I'm gonna love it. But I'm just like. For for as much good stuff as there is, is not what I want. Yeah, <laughs> like not to be rude to everybody else. It's like I need more Christian Cage. Yeah. So, you know, but under that, still good stuff. I I'm very interested in seeing what Hook does. See what all the fuss is about. Yeah, I, I, I got to see what the fuss is about because he gets a lot of. Uh, he he's got a backing. He's got a strong fan base already, and I'm kind of like, you're like why? Okay. I'm like, he's the son of Taz. I know that. I'm like, that's cool. And then people are going crazy about him. I'm like, why? But see, that's I have why. To see it's, it. Exactly. That's why it's interesting. You're like, okay, so you you can think, well, Taz must have trained him, and so he probably is pretty bad, you know. But you don't really know. But then it's all just the way everybody seems to build him up, talk about him. But it's the fans, too. It's not just the announcers. It's like, oh, it's one thing, the announcers are the ones doing it but fans are like oh okay. i mean he 
he trends or you know he's talked about a lot. Yeah, just, just for just for you, appearing. Then you're like, why? <laughs> and so you cannot help but be like, I have to see what all the fuss is about. Which means they did an amazing job. Yeah. Like he has won and he hasn't even matched yet. So he's all, over with the fan base. <laughs> if he has a great match, if he's right now having a great match. It's it's over. Hook's gonna be the future. He's he's gonna be one of the four pillars. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna make a, a fifth pillar. Hook. No, just or, like he or he'll be the pillar of the pillars. There you go. <laughs> but yeah. Oh man, that's gonna be interesting. Definitely. And then yeah, as of as of now, Kyle O'Reilly and Johnny Gargano are officially free agents. Let's see what happens. And now we see where they're going. <laughs> What a way to end this segment. I don't know how to talk. You've lost it, Let's man. see where they go. <laughs> I know where we're going, though. We got to go talk about Hawkeye. Yes. MCU talk. Next. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Times four, because it's episode four. <sighs> All right. Yeah, Hawkeye episode four. And I'm just going to flat out say I didn't think it was <laughs> all that. I I thought the end was great. Yes. Uh, and so, you know, I mean, we'll kind of break it down. It started off with, I mean, we left off with Jack had the sword to Hawkeye, Hawkeye's throat, basically telling him not to move because they were in uh, Kate's mom's house trying to use her, her uh, computer from her security firm to find out stuff about, was it about Jack? Uh, it was about... Was it, no, it was about Maya and... and Kazi. Yes. And so, but it ended up leading back to Jack eventually. But anyways, so you're kind of thinking, oh, we might see a sword fight. We might see, we might get a flashback. Maybe they know each other. We, we talked about this. None of that. It's just this conversation, this like awkward, they want it to be funny, you know, conversation type thing. Almost like a black widow at the dinner table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with, the, with the family. And it was okay. I did not think it was great. Just was kind of like, we're honestly we're spending this much time on this show and this right now. This is what we're doing. That and their little Christmas uh, montage montage thing. I thought took up way too much time in this episode. I'm like, we could be doing so many other good things right now, and we're spending half the episode, maybe more than half the episode, on these scenes that I don't think really played too much into anything i was already in with after the phone call in episode three mm-hmm. <laughs> well if you don't know what i'm talking about just go back listen to last week's episode but after the phone call when kate helped him we already know that they're you know they're getting this bond and there's certain things there so we don't need to see them have a christmas montage type thing we don't need that just maybe the little things about you know him her asking questions about you know, how do you do that? You got to teach me yeah. how to do this. Those things, you know, were okay, but they're, they're still, you know, they don't, I don't care if they're making margaritas. I don't, <laughs> you know, whatever. So it just, it seemed like there was a lot of filler in this episode that wasn't necessary. That's kind of mm-hmm. the way I look at it. Like not enough story and action as there needed to be. I don't think we got a lot covered. Like, got some things you know you can you can speculate now maybe jack was the one in the ronin costume and not clinton but 
I kind of still think it was the Kazi guy. Mm-hmm. But it it could be Jack because of the sword play, whatever. But, you know, you don't know because now we find now we know that he's associated with the uh, uh, tracksuit mafia. Tracksuit boys. But again, I don't think that was anything. I mean, if, if they if they wanted that to be some like mic drop moment, it was just kind of like, okay, yeah, no, let's keep going. <laughs> Tell me a better story. Let's go. The LARPers, I was fine with them the first time, especially Grills. I'm all, mm-hmm. I'm all in on Grills. The rest of them, I don't care about. I don't care about the rest of them at all. Not even a little bit. I don't care about that lady's bag. Burn the bag. I don't care. Whatever. She cares about the bag. No. So you should care about the bag. Who cares about the bag? She cares no, about the bag. No one cares about the bag. She cares. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Clearly. She made, Clint, it, she made it a point. Clint clearly don't care about the bag. He's just trying to Clint, take the bag. Clint didn't care. But. <laughs> exactly. Because it's stupid. And it taken... That took five seconds more than it should have taken. So, all of that leads us to the end. I'm, I'm trying to think, was there anything else? Oh, no, no, no. There is actually... There's the one thing in this episode that I find really important that this is the only, like, intriguing thing I thought from the episode. And it goes back to the watch. Mm-hmm. So, when we watched the first two episodes... I thought that Laura Barton knew a little bit. She knew some stuff. Like, when they would talk on the phone, she, and he would, wherever their conversations were, I always felt like, man, she's pretty informed. And then I was, and I thought it was a little weird, but then I kind of talked myself out of it. I was like, you know, she, I mean, she's married to Hawkeye. I mean, he would talk to her about stuff. Like, no big deal. Like, she would, she would have an idea about how things go because they talk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I get it. But in this episode, that changed. I think she's somebody. And I also, now, I didn't come up with this on my own, but when I saw somebody's tweet about it and then I saw Grace Randolph talking about it too on her Beyond the Trailer video, then it was like, oh, I put you know two and two together, which you guys are saying makes sense. And now that, that thought I had just like, I feel like she's something more like I I didn't think she was who they think she is. Mm-hmm. But now I do. I I thought she must have had some sort of training. She's somebody. Like but I didn't know So Laura Barton is like in like I think she's in a DC superheroes game as Hawkeye. I'm pretty sure. In Lego, uh, Lego. Aren't, what, did I say DC? Lego Marvel superheroes. That's what I meant. <laughs> DC. I was, I was gonna say. Wait a second. That's crazy. But, uh, I'm pretty sure she's in one of the games as you know, dressed up as a Hawkeye. And so I was just thinking, well, did she ever wear? I don't know her history really at all. So I was just thinking, oh, she's got some training. She's got something. So leads to. The watch. So, I don't know. I don't wear watches. Never have. Don't care about watches. So, when I see the watch, I don't think anything of it. People are like, that's a women's Rolex. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and Clint seems very interested. But not only did Clint, Laura was the one that brought it up. She was mm-hmm. like, do you think anything else might have not been destroyed? Or could have been, you know, at the compound? And he was like, oh, that, sh- that was supposed to be destroyed. And she was like, well, you know, I can check the ping. How, why would she know how to check a ping on some watch? Because it's her watch. It has to be her watch. Mm-hmm. Whose other watch could it be? 
Like, why would she know so much about this watch or care about this watch unless it's her watch? So now the speculation is that she's Mockingbird, which in the mm. comics, he was married to Mockingbird for a while, and they did end up getting divorced. So, and, But it's also her name is Bobby Morse. But remember, he talked about Nick Fury setting this whole thing up off the grid for them, so maybe that's her cover name her, her go- fake government yeah, name or whatever maybe not they could just change her name and say mockingbird is laura barton that's fine but when i saw that i'm like that i like that might not happen might not be true but it makes sense mm-hmm. i'm like oh that's why the watch is so important that's why clint wants the watch so bad because he talked about it's that somebody's watch and you know they're like what did he say basically said they you know their identity their cover will be blown yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, when uh, uh, Kate kept asking as she was looking. Exactly. So, again, he cares a lot about this person's cover being blown, and his wife cares about this watch. It's got to be her watch, right? And I was like, oh, that's awesome. So I didn't connect that. I just had this feeling about her. And in the early in the episode, she was talking in, like, German to him, and, she, and I was like, wait, 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 like... <laughs> Laura Barton is coming out with all this stuff now suddenly and then and when he had her checking in on Jack yeah. and she got back to him, I'm like I was I was literally literally going, Well, she could have connections, I guess, because she's Clint's wife. But you're still like, Yeah, but you need access for those types of things. And so then it was like I just kept having this feeling like she's someone, she's a, some sort of spy agent, something. And then this came out, I'm like, I didn't even really think about that because you know, I know it's Bobby Morse was Mockingbird, and that's kind of where I was looking at it. Yeah. Forgetting MCU, they can mix things around a little bit. So I'm like, that'd be really cool. So That would be a it might crazy not be, twist. It might not be cool for fans of Mockingbird who really like the, the lady who played her in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. A lot of fans wanted her back. I don't know, she's in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, yes, for a few seasons... And a lot of people were hoping she'd make it into the MCU. So it's not cool for those people who are big fans of her. But I didn't watch her or that. I only watched like the first two seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I think. Maybe I didn't even finish the second season. I don't really remember. So, you know, I I don't know. But I would love to see Mockingbird. (laughs) So that would be awesome. So That would be cool. But then, the end of the episode, so like you referenced, they're trying to get the watch. So they... Laura finds where it's pinging from. Uh, Clint and Kate are going to go break into this apartment to get it. Clint's going to go, but Kate's Kate, so she goes. And, you know, when he's trying to explain the plan. Yeah, explaining the plan. She just goes. He looks next to him, and she's gone. So she goes in, and and she ends up finding it, but, you know, it ends up being Maya's apartment. And so suddenly... She's in a fight with Maya, but Clint's also attacked by somebody, but you don't know who, and he thinks he's being attacked by Maya. But Kate tells him, no, she's in here with me. I'm fighting her. And he's like, who am I fighting? Someone in a mask and the goggles, which I don't know if you saw. Did you see the uh, the uh, clip, episode four clip before it came out? No. Okay, so they had a little, you know, just a view of that person. Oh, like, okay. Real quick. So there are other people already speculating that it was her because there's a comic where she has these goggles, but it's kind of like they're like four or six goggles instead of just the two. 
because a reference on spiders because they know Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyways, so there were people, you know, thinking it was going to be her, but I was waiting. But as soon as it came up and you saw the ponytail, that's when I knew for sure. I'm like, that's Elena. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Clint was fighting Elena. It was, it was, I didn't think the fight scenes were all that great, but it was okay. And I didn't understand why Elena just left, you know, like mm-hmm. she kind of, maybe just because, you know, Kate did have the bow and everything, but she's just kind of like, yeah, I'm a little out never here. I'm going to go, but I'm just, I'm interested. Maybe she was planning something. Exactly. Like maybe it's just, she's letting him because, know. Because, hey, you know, she's working for a, yeah, we don't what's know. What's her name? We don't know what Val's plan is. Yeah. We assume, We everybody assumes she's going to kill Clint, but we don't really know that for sure. Mm-hmm. So, but you just assume that, so you're like, why didn't she just kill him? But then you're like, well, it's personal, so maybe she wants to make him suffer. Yeah. You know, whatever. So there's just all these speculations. There was little throwbacks to, you know, Nat in the episode. That was good stuff, too, because we talked about, you know, that connection that I feel he's going to get with Kate is going to be on the Nat level when when Yelena threw Kate off the roof Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he looked down and it was kind of like almost endgame you know scenario all over again but at the end of it you know yelena or kate's got the bow point out yelena just kind of looks at her and just like nah you ain't gonna do that i'll mess you up (laughs) so she doesn't she puts the bow down and then yelena just you know whatever she did she jumped off the building but you know she was harnessed or whatever yeah she like in spectacular she made a spectacular exit you know and then Clint basically told Kate, you know, you're done. Yeah, get out of here. They sent a trained killer after me. They sent a Black Widow, you know, whoever. And but he's he has no idea who Yelena is. He doesn't know. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know that Val, you know, you know, sent her. And he has he thinks it's all connected to Ronan. He thinks it's all, you know, Kingpin stuff, and you know, and tracksuit guys. Exactly. Jack. He has no idea. So. There is a lot of interesting questions going forward with two episodes to go. Like, you feel like, oh, these That's next crazy. two episodes. That's crazy. We're already exactly. about to be on the last two. But I feel like, I just like, man, we couldn't have fit some more interesting stuff in this one. I just thought there was too much filler. You know, remember when we were talking to Dante about Falcon Winter Soldier and he talked about how he didn't like episode five. It was too much about their bonding back at the mm-hmm. house. And I actually had no problem with any of that. This last episode that's how i feel about hog i'm like this was too much of their bonding and but i understand why they did it same reason they did it in falcon Winter soldier but i liked it better in falcon Winter soldier yeah. I, it just worked better for me i didn't like it as much in this situation but that's okay i mean it's all gonna lead to something and i am still very intrigued and excited about what's to come I am starting to think that we're not going to see Kingpin in this show, though. And that yeah. he's only going to be teased. Or it's going to be like at the very, very, very end for like a split second or something like that. It could be like a you know end credit scene and then maybe... Because obviously the Echo series will be coming up exactly. at some point. That's, so I'm that's like, why either we'll get a split second of them here in this series and maybe an end credit scene. Or they're going to wait entirely until Echo. Exactly. They got... They, they gave you that tease and 
They now, left you wanting more. Exactly. And I just kind of think that maybe they're going to continue to do that. But, again, I'm just excited for the last two. I do think, I mean, I've read things they've said, like, especially the last episode, they're like, yeah, it has huge uh, um, repercussions for the whole uh, MCU. Now, they said, Ooh. you know, they say the same thing about almost every show, to be honest with you. But, uh, but also like, yeah, I kind of hope so. Exactly. Hold on, I want to see. I thought they said something about episode five being. Was it five? Where is the? I'm on the side. I just gotta find it. The ever so important last two episodes. I did see that Florence Pugh got blocked on Instagram because. Oh she, yeah, what? She did a story, of her watching it, watching the end scene where she was revealed, prop like the night of. Oh, and so a bunch that's of people what got happened. mad because she spoiled it, and I'm like, "Why are you watching the actor, you know, feed when there's a possibility that they're going to show up on this show? You know, everybody knew she was showing up in this series, so why would you be on her feed? Like, they want they're proud, so, of especially if you're paying attention a, and trying to, you know, like enjoy it to the fullest and everything and all that, whatever, and." You're trying to avoid spoilers or whatever. Why are you doing that? It, that's what I'm saying. You're trying to avoid spoilers, yet you're sitting on, you know, an actor on their feed and their account that you know has been tight-lipped about this and not been able to talk about it forever. So the minute that it's released, they are going to watch it mm-hmm. because they also feel like everybody's watching it as soon as they can. They're not right. I'm not saying that she should have done that, but I also don't blame her because I, I'm excited, you know. I'm smart enough to try to stay away from it. Like, honestly, I've stayed away from so many spoilers. Like, I'm not even worried about Spider-Man No Way Home, because so much stuff, comic book wise, ends up on my feed. That as soon as I see that it's comic book, I just keep scrolling. I'm just like, nope, that has something to do with comics. I'm not even gonna look at that. Mm-hmm. And so I don't look at it. And then every once in a while, I see it. I see something, and I just go. But I'm not positive about that. Yeah. So I don't get myself all worked up about it. It's just kind of like, oh, I don't know for sure. I'm not going to actually read it. So who knows? Okay. I can't find the one I was. Oh, well, yeah. A new report indicates that Hawkeye Episode 5 will blow up Twitter a bit. That's the, t- <laughs> okay. that's the tweet. So basically, <laughs> episode five is supposed to be pretty big. We'll blow up Twitter just a bit, you know. Just so, a tiny bit. So five and six should be quite interesting. So I'm excited about that. And Maybe blow up in a bad way. Who knows? The only other note I got is, apparently, there's a rumor that Modoc is going to uh, make mm. his MCU debut in Ant-Man and the Wasp. So I did hear about this. Quantumania, so... I, I think they even said the actor. I want to say I thought, I thought it was the actor who played. Um, or maybe I just read it wrong, but I thought it said it was Darren Cross, the guy who was Darren Cross in the original Ant Man, the the guy who was Yellow Jacket. I thought it said him, oh. and I'm like, what? So I probably read it wrong because I was like, how? What? Huh? How? What? Why? So hopefully I'm wrong about that, and I just misread that which is totally possible because i only was again i try not to look at 
Marvel when there's something that I have to watch. Yeah. So I skim things or I don't look at it much at all because I don't want to know. Like, I don't want there to be a spoiler in here. I'm not going to watch your feed, Florence Pugh. <laughs> Tell her watch the episode because I'm not a complete moron. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. So it's cool to see that Modoc's coming to the MCU. Yeah. So, yeah. That's pretty much all I got. All right, that wraps it up for the 70th time. You have just taken a trip into our multiverse. We thank you for joining us again. Your mind has been blown. I, I'm sure it has. I bet it's blown up, you know, to this very second. And with that, your head is huge. We're out. Peace.